Hey, welcome to the show. This is a brand new episode. It's the first episode, in fact, of 2021. It's the third year of the Training Business Podcast. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. It's great to know you're back again for the first time this year. And if you're a first-time listener completely, then it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show for the first time and to encourage you to, one, subscribe to the show and, of course, to encourage you to tell other people about the show because this is the show for people just like you and me, training business owners, coaches, facilitators, learning and development consultants. Now, today's all about, well, it's very important, in fact, that we cover today's topic because it's all about how to win business with a story. People have to ultimately buy your story before they buy you, and they have to buy you before they buy from you. And if you look all around you, whether it's online or on TV, advertising, everything is all about storytelling these days. It's the impression we leave, the communication of transformation. And if your website is not doing it, your competition is. Because as consultants, as facilitators, we are surrounded by stories. We train through stories. We coach through other people's stories. And the lesson is this. If you want to sell more in 2021, you have to tell more. You've got to tell great stories. So today is all about how to do this, how to build stories, craft stories, and know what exactly to put into your story. We're going to cover all of this in the next 35 minutes. So buckle up. This is episode 121 of the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett Hayes. Hi, my name is Mark. I'm the host of the Training Business Podcast. This is the show for people like you and me, for freelance trainers, for training business owners, for training consultants all around the world. And we have listeners all around the world. And the goal of this episode and every episode of the show is to help you to start to grow and to scale a profitable training business. Now, if you're in the business of making money from helping people to be the best that they can be through new knowledge, through new discoveries about themselves and their abilities, that's what, to my mind, is the training business. And this is the show for you. If you've got great ideas for guests or even topics, I would encourage you to drop me a line directly. My email address is mark at trainingbusiness.com. I read them individually and I reply personally. So any requests you have, critiques, suggestions, good or bad, I would look forward to hearing from you. Whatever those uh, ideas that you have are, I'd encourage you to share them with me. And of course, this will help to improve the show and of course, help to improve the working lives of other people in the training business community. Now, today's topic is all about how to tell stories and why it's important. Because the number one activity that most trainers struggle with having spoken to many of them, having been one, uh, which I still am for many, many years, it's probably lead generation. We call this prospecting. So prospecting to me is about making enough calls, enough connections, having enough conversations to get conversions. It's ensuring that you're pursuing the right people and communicating the right value message. But that's not really enough, is it? Because in a world of digital distraction, you really have to stand out from the drownout of information overwhelm. As a business owner, you have to separate yourself from other people's messages. But ironically, the solution to all of this, to 
The solution to brilliant prospecting, in fact, is something you already have. It's nothing technological, it's nothing modern, it's nothing to do with code or apps or platforms. It's a human skill, and it's as old as humanity itself. The good news is, as I said, you have this skill. It's called storytelling. Why? Because as a child, you more than likely learned nursery rhymes and tales. Your imagination was stoked with fables and characters. You may have learned poems or read books. You learned about princes and queens, giants and ghosts. So in essence, you grew up with storytelling. As an adult, you exchange stories with your colleagues. You follow the latest shenanigans of so-called celebrities online. You maybe look at Twitter feeds, Instagram stories pop up on your phones. You know, we consume on the basis of social proof and endorsements. We look at people's testimonials. Our buying, our thinking are the products, in fact, of other people's stories. What's in, what's out, what's hot, what's not. And if we extrapolate this to what I'm talking about, which is being a training business professional, you sell the story of what your product or service achieves. Isn't that true? You're hired, you are promoted based on the story of your achievements, the track record of success you've built for your customers because you're surrounded by stories, blog posts, case studies, customer success metrics, articles, advertorials, and testimonials. So what does this mean? Well, what this means is that your mind, my mind, and those of our customers are really hardwired for stories. Selling ourselves, you selling yourself, me selling myself, we selling ourselves is inextricably linked with storytelling. The art of the sale is the art of the tale. It's the why companies just like yours have been hired to develop other people's people and why other people should hire you to do the same for them. Does that make sense? So it's all about how to build a message through a story of emotion, of value, something viral that communicates what it is that you do differently from other people and why people should buy you because they've bought your story. Now, to my mind, stories do five things. One, stories communicate information. Two, stories connect people with ideas. Three, stories convey key insight. Four, stories convert prospects to customers. And five, stories continue and build a relationship. So those five things I made notes of today, they're things which kind of popped into my mind as I prepped for this. One more time, stories do five things. Stories communicate information. It communicates who you are. This is who I am. This is what I do. Stories connect people with your ideas. This is what I train. This is how I coach. This is what I offer. Number three, stories convey key insight. This is what other people are trying to solve and how I've helped them solve it. Number four, stories convert prospects to customers. This is what I can do uniquely for you as a business, as a prospect. And five, stories continue the relationship. This is how we can build upon this and take this further. So those stories that you tell are doing these five things. They're communicating information. They're connecting people with your ideas. They're conveying your key insight, what it is that makes your mind, your, your views, your experience different and why it's valuable to a company. It also connects people by converting them into customers from prospects, converting them by making them reassured that you can actually help them solve a problem at a profit to you and, of course, with an outcome for them. And five 
stories continue the relationship. It builds trust. This is how we can go further, faster, deeper, and help more and more people. So whenever I'm trying to bring something to life, I'm thinking of those five things, communicating information, connecting people with my ideas, conveying my key insight, converting people from prospects to customers, and continuing and building a relationship. So if I tell a story, an example could be an anecdote, it could be some uh, case study, Um, I'm actually trying to find ways to integrate this into my workshops, into my programs, into any content I share with other people. Because you do this stuff anyway, because when you introduce people to your programs or you introduce yourself to your group, for example, on Zoom, you're telling a story. You're asking people to listen to you while you introduce yourself and you're conveying key information which connects them to you. When you reverse this and ask your delegates to introduce themselves, you're now becoming a facilitator for their story. So everything we do revolves around great stories as trainers. Now, what kinds of qualities do stories have to have? Well, I've come up with three of them, and I'm going to share them with you now. The first thing is that stories have to be impactful. Number two, stories have to be memorable. That makes sense. Otherwise, we won't know what to tell other people. And that leads to number three, which is that stories have to be viral. I must want to share them with other people. Let's go through these individually, okay? The first one is they have to be impactful. So if you tell a story, you have to have the audience in mind. What is it that someone needs to hear from me or read or watch me say, which will make them sit up and think, hey, I want to have those results too. Because no two stories will ever have the same impact on everyone. This is why we need to customize. We need to personalize we need to think about the kinds of people who will listen to our message. How do we attract them to our website, to our programs, to our video channels? So the question I want you to ask yourself here is, how can I introduce my training brand with impact? This is what I do, and this is how I can help you. Number two, as I said, stories have to be memorable. When someone tells you about a video they've watched, or a person they've met, or someone they saw speak, uh, they're telling you effectively that this is the information that's important to me. It sticks in my mind for these reasons. They're not giving you the whole account of what they've just heard or watched or listened to. So you're listening to for the kinds of the value points which tell them this is something that stands out to them. So the point is that stories have to be easy to retain. No one is ever going to recall your whole training course they don't. They're going to recall key parts, the parts that make sense to them. So this is why your stories have to be pared down, because people's attention spans are really, really limited. This means that you need to keep your articles, your posts, your videos, your website copy short, well-structured, and keyword-rich. So the question I want you to ask yourself here is this, which information needs to be in my marketing my introductions, my online copy, so I don't confuse people. Less is more. When I introduce myself, which key things should I lead with so people can retain that information? And typically the number for me is three things, maximum three key points. Otherwise, your stories will not be memorable. So the first one was impactful. This is memorable, number two. Point number three is your stories have to be viral. What does that mean? Well, LinkedIn is a classic example of this. Likes, 
shares, endorsements. This is the world's way of saying to you, I like your story. I'm going to share it with other people. Because if your programs are not selling, it's often because they're not telling or creating a viral feeling. So people don't want to refer you to other people, recommend you to other people, or sell you to other people. So the question I want you to ask yourself here is, what would my stories have to contain so that people go, wow, when they think of IT training, they think of you. When they think of management training, they think of you. Or they think of sales training, they think of you. Or leadership development, they think of you. Whatever is that shortcut, the story has to be the conduit. The story makes it viral. Now, if you're listening to this, you're thinking, okay, so far, so good. We've got five qualities for stories. Uh, we said they're they communicate information, they connect people with ideas, they convert or rather convey key insights, they convert prospects to customers, and they continue the relationship. We now also know that they've got to have three qualities. They've got to be impactful, they've got to be memorable, and they've got to be viral. What about the kinds of stories you could tell? What do you think? As you're listening to this in your car, in the gym, wherever you are, maybe at home or in the office, what kinds of stories do you think you could tell? If I right now was in front of you and I ask you to come up with a story to do with your business, which stories would you tell me? Well, let me answer that question for you. I encourage trainers to have three stories or coaches or facilitators, whatever you want to call yourself, have three kinds of stories. One is your brand story. Number two is your product story. And number three is your personal or expert story. Let's go through those together. So what makes your brand the go-to solution for your customers? What is your key differentiator? As you sit there listening to me right now, coming through your speakers, what are you thinking? What, what would you actually say if I said to you, what's your unique selling point? What is your business in terms of a difference from other companies, other trainers that sell what you sell? What is your key story? The three stories you need, I think, as I said, are your brand story, your product story, and your expert story. And they have different reasons, different purposes. Let's go through them together. The first one is your brand story. What this means is that you need to be clear about what actually your brand stands for. You want to coach your sales people, if you have a salesperson selling your training on your behalf, to craft a great story which encapsulates your company's mission, where it came from, the journey to get where you are today. What are the unique selling points? Your timeline, if you will, what you achieved along the path and why your business has this track record and why this track record is the right one to solve this particular customer's problems. Why are you different? Why is this brand, whichever name that carries, you may be a one-person show, you could have a bunch of people working for you. What is that brand under your roof? What does it mean to train your programs? That's the brand story. That's the first thing, okay? The second product, or second story, I should say, is the product story. And this is where you have a story behind each of the programs or offerings that you have. Because, you know, if you think of this, no one ever just comes up with a, a program overnight. It takes time you've done some research, you've learned from the marketplace that this is what people need. So every one of your products actually has its own story. It has a backstory, not just a price. And when you communicate not just the price of your program, but the reason it exists, whom it's helped, 
whom else it can help, and how it's been crafted, designed, tweaked, improved over the years, you're going to be much more successful in conveying value to your customers because no one just wants to buy a program. You can find any number one of those online. They want to buy the reason it exists and the promise it will keep or make for them. Think about that. Every one of your products should have its own story. So if someone says to you, hey, what is this program for? Or what does that program do? You have this story learned off, scripted in a way that comes across naturally, but is customized so that person actually realizes, hey, this is something that I need. Now I understand why it's called X or what it does. Because if you think of it, most people's websites list their products and programs. Yours is more than likely no different. So if someone challenges you and say, what is your different, what is your differentiator for your leadership program? You need some story to provide the answer there for that. The third story is your personal story. It's your expert story. It's what entitles you to be the person to deliver training, to design this workshop, the person to facilitate this round table, the person to, who has the right to coach senior leaders. Your personal story here is key because it's something everyone should have when they're introducing themselves, when they're able to justify why they're the right person to deliver this program. So my question to you again is what entitles you to be the person to deliver this training? Now, if you're hiring associates, other people to deliver training on your behalf, you still need to encourage them, help them to craft, create, and communicate a story and practice this with them. Okay, so three stories again. As a trainer, as a coach facilitator, you need three stories, I think. One, your brand story. Two, your products story. Each one of those products, programs, workshops has its own story. People love stories, so have one, develop one. It's true, it's ethical, it's honest. Where has this product come from? How long has it been running? What have people said about that story? Your product actually needs a story because the story brings your program, your workshop to life. And the third story, very important, is the story behind the person delivering the training. It could be you, it could be someone else delivering training on your behalf. What is your story? Why did you enter the training business? What do you do that's different? Why do you do what you do? What? Why do you love doing what you do? That expert story is missing so many times. It Think of it like your elevator pitch, and every trainer that works for you has to have their own version of that. Now, we've covered those things so far. Let's look now at building a story. There are three components to a story, whether it's you know, mythology or, or Netflix, every film I can think of has three parts to it. And this is true of stories of any kind. And interestingly, the number three surfaces again and again in storytelling because it's a brain-friendly number. In, in the same way that movies have three parts, a beginning, a middle, and end, your sales stories must have three parts too. Now, I've mentioned this at least in one other podcast episode, And this three-piece model is something I use in my sales training. And you can use this in any number of formats. And it's this, CSR. Three parts to a story. The challenge, number two, the solution, and number three, the result. And I can weave this model into any one of a dozen stories I can think of right now. And you can use this model when building a brand story, a product story, or even your own personal expert story. Let's look at these together, okay? 
the, the first part of your story is what's called a challenge. In fact, the first part of any story highlights the struggle, the pain, the part that underlines the hurdle to be overcome. So if we think, for example, of your personal story, what, what made you do? What you, why are you now a consultant? Why are you now a leadership trainer? Why are you now a coach? What is it that you went through that made you realize, hey, this is something I can do. Hey, this is something I can help other people with. People want to know that story because this is the part that communicates value. You have learned from mistakes, your mistakes, other people's mistakes, and it underlines the hurdle which you can help other people overcome. It sets the scene in the listener's mind. And a tip I'll give you is this, the more significant the pain, the greater will be the gain when we come to the solution. So the more that people realize the struggles you had or or the product journey, the more they resonate with that and the more they find value in it. Because no one wants to just listen to a pitch. They actually want the story behind the pitch. What is it that makes you who you are, makes the brand what it is, and makes the program the solution it actually is now for my business, if I'm listening to you. So think of things like, you know, loss of revenue, loss of market share, increased employee churn. These are the things that often cause businesses nightmares. So if I'm developing a program, the story of my product would be the fact that people who encounter this training or see the need for this training typically struggle with loss of revenue, loss of market share, increased employee churn. And by explaining how these pains arise and how this product solves those pains, this captures people's interests. It now makes them, you know, think, hey, this is different. This is based upon credible experience here. So when prospects don't see the need to change, they usually won't see the need to act either. So a great story pushes the emotional buttons and creates momentum so people move away from the problems of inertia and towards a desired outcome. If people don't see the need to change to invest in your program, if they're not conscious of the the challenges that they have and the cost of doing nothing about them, they won't invest in your training. So really tell a great story by beginning with the pain. It could be their pain, your pain, other people's pain. It highlights the problems that this product or program, which we've yet to come to, we'll come to that in a moment, but what it actually solves. So linger a while, don't rush right to the price, the solution, and close the deal. Spend some time building the pain, the challenge in the customer's mind, and then move to step two, which is to introduce the solution. And this is the part of the story where we introduce the hero, which could be you, it could be your company, or it could be your product, one of those three stories. And now we position the story in terms of its rightness for your prospect. Not just any solution, but the right solution, and we position it in the right way. Prospects are usually oversold on product. What they actually want is outcome. What your potential clients want to hear most is the next part of your story, which is the outcome or result. That's the third part of your story. And the proof is in the pudding. The proof of anything is in the pudding. And the tastier the outcome, the more your prospect wants to take a bite. So your salesperson, you, have to really focus in at this stage in the story on the value of the training. So we've gone from the challenge, which is the problem that people have. We're talking to someone, we're saying, these are the kinds of problems people typically have when they are in this position. This is typically the solution we sell to them. And this is how it works. 
and how long it takes, and what it costs, and who's involved, etc., etc. And now in step three, we say, this is the outcome that you will get. So we're moving from the pain to the gain, from the pain that she or he is enduring, and we're helping the prospect to take off from the table the the, uh, option of doing nothing. And often people don't see the value in doing something, and the reason they don't is because they haven't told a good enough story. So if we build great stories, we're going to help people to remove this idea of doing nothing and get them to take action. Great stories don't just tell great stories sell. They sell you. They sell your brand. They sell your products. And they sell, of course, your value, your personal value, because the art of the sale is the art of the tale. So just in recap today, very briefly, we talked about the fact that the number one activity that most trainers struggle with is prospecting. That's true. I know that for a fact. It's still something which I have to work on. Number two, we talked about the fact that stories do five things. They communicate information. They connect people with your ideas. They convey key insight, what it is that you have developed, intellectual property, programs, maybe systems, some kind of uh, model. Fourthly, they convert your prospects to customers by communicating what you can do for them uniquely. And number five, stories convey and continue to build a relationship. We then said stories have three qualities. They've got to be impactful, they have to be memorable, and they've got to be viral. And then we said that there are three kinds of stories you should hone to perfection as a trainer. And if you're hiring other people, you should get them to do the same thing. And I work on these in workshops. I get my customers to build three stories in sales. Brand story, product story, expert story. The brand story is the company history, where it's come from, why it exists, why you do what you do, and whom you do it for, differently from other people. The product story is why your products exist. Each one of those has its own backstory. What is it? You know, what is it? That should be really built up, not just selling something with a price, but selling something with a promise, and that's the story. And the third story is the expert story. What is it that is your personal story, your people's story? What actually makes you the person to design, to deliver this training? And then we talked about the three parts to building a story, and those are the challenge, the solution, and the result. So we've covered lots today. Um, Let me know what you think. I'd love to know what your stories are. If you can bang an email to me, I'm quite happy to give you a response and say, even some coaching, I'll do that for free. Here's, here's an offer for you. Mail me to markettrainingbusiness.com. Tell me what you think of what I've said. But if you, if you like, share your story with me. Write down a quick email of your brand story, your product story, or your personal story. And I'll give you some feedback on what I think of that story and help you to tweak it and to improve it. So thanks for your time today, wherever you are. If this is your first time listening to the show, again, thanks for your time. And thank you for my existing listeners. Thank you for your encouraging emails. Please drop me a line if you'd like more content like this, or if you've got suggestions for other episodes or guests we're going to have on the show. I'd love to hear what your recommendations are because I'm all the time inviting other people to the show on the basis of people who listen to the show. You've got some great ideas for episodes. I know this, so mail them to me, mark at trainingbusiness.com. If you've got ideas for particular topics, content, again, mail them to me, mark at trainingbusiness.com. And lastly today, can I ask you to subscribe to the podcast on your platform of choice, be it Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, 
or one of a range of other podcast platforms. We have a fresh episode every single Thursday without fail. So next Thursday, looking at my calendar very quickly, is the 14th of January, 21. So until next Thursday, look after yourself and your loved ones. Stay safe, keep on training, keep on selling. Bye for now. Thanks once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Go to trainingbusiness.com and subscribe right now to be notified of great competitions, upcoming VIP episodes, and amazing special offers to help you succeed in your training business. See you next time.